That is correct. Yeah, about how the price, even if you had a lot of whales sell, the price wouldn't dip. That is correct. Like yeah, we were we were hitting on this two three two months ago, I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I just thought it was amazing that like you know um, what started as speculation in this space is actually turning into reality. So, uh, as the saying goes, only time will tell. Yeah, and I actually took some heat for that because I had people saying, "Oh, you keep bringing this up," you know. But like I've always told people, sometimes I'm early. It doesn't mean I'm wrong. It just means I'm early. So <laughs> thanks for bringing that up, man. Uh, Patron, what do you want to talk about with Safe Moon, man? I know you've been following this tightly. Well, I I, I, I would like to talk a little bit about Mandala, too. When you know, Yeah, go ahead. Specifically in regards to, you know, someone said, you know, and again, uh, in their Discord that you can count I guess with the with the fingers of one hand, you know, the days that could be, you know, live. So people can actually, you know, trade safe moon in their exchange. And this is, you know, I, I guess, you know, outside of the US. But I'm 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 more excited of, of of when, you know, they become available here in the US. So because then that's gonna be tremendous. What are your thoughts on that, Chris? We're gonna have to see how it all plays out. Now, if you want my real thoughts on what's going on, I believe they're involving reflections in the safe moon ecosystem. And I think how they're doing that in that process is what has held this up. Because I can tell you that the CEO of Mandala wants to come on here. And when I brought up that he would be on here, originally it was going to be a while ago, right? And then I, I saw some tweets with some heat and, you know, people were like, oh, he said he's going to have the Mandala CEO on. He never came on. Uh, uh. The guy said, I definitely want to come on. And this was like a week ago. Now, what I did is last week when I came on here, I didn't give you guys a specific date. I felt like we would have had him on by now, right? But I was very cautious and careful not to do that because if I told you he was coming on with like, you know, a, a timeline of a certain week and he didn't come on, then that would just add more fuel to the hate, right? So what I did was I just said, look, he'll be on here. And I'm going to, you know, give them the time and, and then allow patience to play this out, right? But he's going to come on. And half the people that are giving me the heat don't even know the guy's name. You know, check my files. He follows me. I follow him. Now, I haven't talked to him in a few days. And I'm, you know, letting him do what he's doing, right? Because he's got important work to get done. But I'm confident in saying that he'll definitely be on the program. And it's going to add to everything we do here, right? So, uh, you know, you allow people to do what they do. The guy, the guy sleeps four or five hours a night, uh, and he's doing something important for Safe Moon. So I'm not going to get in the way or interfere in that. But when he's ready to talk, he's going to come up here, and we're going to we're going to have him up here. So uh, Mandala's yeah. doing something. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what I was going to say. You know, uh, yeah. One of the things is to to add to that is that you know they are tradable in India and India. It's a huge country full of people that are, you know, ready to buy crypto, especially SafeMoon. There's a huge community of SafeMoon followers in India. So now they're going to have the real opportunity to buy through a, you know, a legit uh, exchange, uh, V2, SafeMoon. So I'm excited about that. That's going to be big. Yeah, you, you remember the, the guy, um, might have been one or two of them kept coming into spaces, um, the exchange, he kept his money, 
wasn't giving anybody refunds in India. He was real worried. I mean, for weeks he came on all the spaces. He won't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. India is big into safe moon, guys. We have people from India up here every single program, uh, whether it's called deep or, you know, anybody really. I mean, we've had uh, the doctor on here too, man. I mean, like we get a heavy presence in India. Uh, they like to come on usually at the end of the show when it's morning there. Uh, India is crazy about cryptocurrency and they're crazy about uh, safe moon. And they were worried about the government and how they would impact it. And the government went to a 30% tax on it. So, like, it's a little more defined now. But the people of India, man, they have a huge presence in safe moon. So, Mandala with with, with uh, India is, is going to be big. It's going to be big for all of us. We're international, you know. We got that international presence. Don't ever forget about that. So, that's a great point by Addict. Thank you, man. Uh, let's talk about what Ryan was, was getting to on this tweet. I mean, that was a big tweet, guys. Anybody want to speculate on what that looks like? Feel free to come up. Put your hands up. Uh, you got any thoughts on that, TJ? I mean, he's kind of breaking it down to and giving a, a go-ahead, uh, a way-ahead. I'm sorry, not go-ahead. But uh, so anytime that we have any type of FUD or anything like that, they say that we don't have anything to show for it in safe mode. And what he's broken down is he's broken down actually the things that SafeMoon has done and where we're going. And so if you look up there, there's NFTs. Uh, he, he talks about the the ecosystem. Uh, some of the other things is SafeMoon rewards. Obviously, you get uh, you know reflections in from Enhance. But you know we're coming up on the blockchain, and then now the, it says SafeMoon Galaxy. So there's a lot to unpack in there that has yet to be fully revealed. But a lot of things that can't exist without the actual blockchain are a lot of things that can't exist without the uh, other things tying to each other within the ecosystem. I wanted to point out one other thing, too, because we were taking a lot of heat, is that uh, the exchange, right? They've said the exchange is going to be the swap that we currently have. They're just going to add a sex to it, right? But the DEX that we have right now is going to be the exchange. So it's just a matter of getting projects on there. They want to vet these projects. They want to check the liquidity. They want to go through the whole application process. They want to meet these people face to face. Uh, if it's not in person, you know, by face to face in a, in a uh, formal setting, right? Like uh, we had Brian on here talking about that. Uh, they want to do all their research and they want to make sure that they know these people. And, and like Brian said, I thought, so one of the things that's great is when we get these new projects on here, he gives you some insight. He said they knew all about us. They knew the charities we were involved in. They knew the work we were doing. They knew everything about us before, you know, we even spoke to them. So uh, they're doing the work. Uh, I think it's really, really interesting to see how this all, you know, comes out. We're going to have new projects next week too, right? And, you know, don't forget about Evergrow, Affinity, right? We've had Evergrow and Affinity on here. Evergrow is a really big one. Uh, the joint marketing. Joint marketing is going to be big because uh, you're going to have, you know, uh, billboards, right? Like even with Glow, they're going to have billboards in New York. Uh, they're going to be talking about how they're on the Safemoon swap now, right? Uh, so it's going to bring marketing to the new projects, but also the Safemoon. Uh, it's going to build everybody. This is a win-win in so many ways. So I just wanted to point that out too. Go ahead, Attic. Yeah, you you know, uh, on the swap, they spent months uh, fine-tuning it, getting it perfect, getting it running fast, 
um, shortening steps, making it easy. Um, already fills in, auto populates, you know, a lot of things that you don't have to mess with anymore. You don't have to copy and paste addresses in. Um, so, uh, they, you know, the, the speed though, I mean, that is what's phenomenal. And it took them, it, it, it was fast, you know, when they first come out and then like some glitches happen. But now after that last update, I mean, it is running perfect. Yeah. It's really good to see when you see speed like that and ease of an application, because that's going to allow people to really buy into this. Right. Hell yeah, I'm still waiting on my Bitcoin uh, an hour and a half ago as soon off. Yeah, there you go, right? And that's normal. <laughs> uh, Armand, go ahead, man. Hey, I was just going to ask, uh, so I, I haven't heard anything really about the uh, advertisement in Times Square here uh, over the last week or so. Um, are they Are they changing that? Is that... Uh, are they updating that with like, hey, here's a new person on the Safe Moon Swap or any of that, any of that kind of stuff? Not that we have heard yet. I do know that with Evergrow, they're going to have three cities with the with the joint marketing on billboards. They're going to be electronic billboards, right? And then uh, Glow was touching on something they're doing in New York. It's going to mention Safe Moon as well and their uh, billboard. And then they're going to have, of course, their interview with the street, right? And they're going to mention how they're part of the Safe Moon ecosystem. So uh, I think there's just going to be more and more uh, publicity for Safe Moon, right? Like it's going to come out. The, the new projects we have are going to add to that, right? Like they're going to enhance that even more. Uh, so there's just a lot going on to be excited about. We're starting to see this build up, and uh, it's going to be phenomenal to watch. When when um when I think about billboard changing, I'm thinking I have a feeling March, the birthday, the big surprise John has coming out. I'm thinking it's gotta be a big catalyst to be able to change the billboard. I think so too. You know you know what I'm hoping that pro that catalyst is? I'm hoping it's connect on our anniversary is what I'm hoping is connect because uh, Connect, they've been working on like crazy. Uh, Ryan developed it before it even came to Safe Moon, and I think Connect is going to be a lot bigger than most people think it is, right? Uh, so I'm hoping that that happens. I'm not putting any pressure on the team. I'm not creating a, a you know crazy expectation, but if that were to happen on Safe Moon's anniversary, I think that would be a really great thing for all of us. Uh, curious to hear your thoughts on that. I, I think so, yeah, because you got to think about it this way. So um, we were told the blockchain's being built out. We were told we're waiting on uh, regulations for the exchange. Well, most crypto, that, that would be all they would have to work on. But so we have this third option, the Safe and Connect, which we have been told that is being built separate from the blockchain, but can be integrated to the blockchain. So we're building this ecosystem out while the uh, while we're waiting on paperwork and uh, and approval for the exchange, and while the blockchain is being built out uh, for our future to be able to accommodate our future. So um, I think it's very high probability. Um, it has to do with uh, Safe Moon Connect rollout. And Connect is not just big because of how it's going to help like content creators, right? But it's also big, I think, going to be in payments. And then I think it's going to add a lot of holders, I believe, 
because I believe with Safe Moon Connect, it's gonna, uh, it's just gonna get the word out a lot more. I think. I think that's gonna be the, the path with that, right? So, what, uh, what if they do a referral? Like I remember they're talking about a referral program. What if they do a referral program on how many businesses you can get to adopt Safe Moon Connect POS? I mean, that would be phenomenal, man. And, and keep in mind, all the new projects are going to have access to Connect too, right? So Connect's not just going to be Safe Moon. It's going to be, you know, Affinity, Glow. Uh, it's going to be, you know, Evergrow, right? So they're going to have access to Connect as well, uh, which is going to get them even going more, right? And then as they grow, that's going to help us because with that swap function, right? Like that's, it's, it's all going to play hand in hand, man. It's going to be a big continuous cycle that's going to enhance uh safe moon right like that's the big picture uh damn did you have any thoughts on that brother well let's not forget the uh the fud hound holding court the other day and uh you know he he stepped up for everyone every one of us so you know i, I think this lit a fire under him you know and i was proud of what he had to say I don't know if um, everyone was in that space or not, but um, it was pretty impressive. You're talking about the Bitcoin maxis? That would be it. And he was fearless and, you know, he, he represented Safe Moon to the fullest. You know, I was really impressed. I don't think they exactly knew what to do with him. So they just talked over him until he just exited. But he was... Uh, up over a hundred points in my mind. Oh man, he he, he went back to uh, to his to his comfort zone. Like that's where he's comfortable is uh, is being able to um, you know flip their foot around on. I've gone out with those guys one time, and I had my kids on Sunday, and they were like, somebody was like, "Hey man, come in here and you know handle them." And I said, "Well, I've handled them once, but my schedule today is with my family, you know. But anytime, any place, I'm available. No problem." Uh, let's go to my man, Ninja. What's up, Ninja? What's going on, Chris? How you guys doing? Chris, Patron, TJ, Damson, uh, Don, Attic. I see Troy, Soul, my cousins down there, Orlando. Shout out to everybody, man. Safe Moon Bear. How you doing, Chris? I'm good, man. Uh, how are you feeling about Safe Moon right now? <laughs> I'm freaking stoked, man. Are you kidding me? Betting all these projects coming on? It's, 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 it's just mind-blowing. You know, I had a... I had an engagement with uh, the Affinity guys on 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 Twitter, and uh, you know there were a lot of people that were a little bit doubtful on part of what what they had coded on their contract. It was freaking amazing. It was mind blowing. It was a crazy learning experience for me. So basically, Affinity, what they do is, um, with their burnt tokens, they delete them off the blockchain. I thought that was freaking innovative because. So, so we've had this discussion before, me and the guys and, and a lot of people in the community where we had a discussion on whether the burn wallet is considered a holder. And so uh, that, that, that is still, you know, picked up on the circulating supply. So usually the price is not really accurate on, on all these charts, but I don't know, whatever. But, you know, having to, to, to actually remove those to the burn tokens from the blockchain Bro, that's innovative. That's that's smart. And and they actually put that code before. And and the good thing is, like like the amazing thing, like people on Twitter were doubting it. 
the CEO, he posted that code. Like the, he took out the smart contract code and he posted it. And he said, here, this is our code. And I love that, bro. I love that transparency in your face. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I loved it. I really loved it. So that's one one thing I wanted to bring up. Now, the, the, and, and the other thing I wanted to bring up is that that maxi space, that that trash space, man, that's a trash, trash, trash space. Like, like I went there and I got up there and I spoke to them and I swear to you guys, I, I showed, I pinned it, I posted it, I showed everybody, they blocked me, man. I was in their DMs having discussions and they would not answer me. They, ne they did not answer a single question. Immediate block, that's what they did, immediate block. They, like, they'd shut you out. They would not want to answer questions. They don't want to hear questions. They talk over you. The Fudhound being there, bro, that, that should be an honor for them. I'm serious. That's you. You you just brought somebody from the Safe Moon Dev team in here to educate you, and you're acting like children. You're just talking over him. You don't want to have a decent discussion. You don't want to have a civilized uh, uh, discourse. It's it's just it's, it was just childish and and petty. It was uh, so I, I honestly I'd never go there again. Like like I get the agenda. I get the I got the agenda. The minute he said, he, somebody said, you know. You know, Bitcoin had its run and there are other projects with, you know, opportunities where we can have a similar run. And he goes, do you know that you can buy Bitcoin in fractions? Oh, so that's what you're trying to do? You know the numbers of the army and that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to onboard people so you can also increase your your profits and your gains. Bro, that's that's played out like that's no brainer. We see you. We, we fucking see right through you. So. So yeah, man, I'm not going there again. But but shit, shout out to the Safe One Army, man. I'm fucking excited, man. Let's go, let's fucking go. I'm excited for the army, man. Stack them, and let me clear something else up too. Since we're talking about FUD, right? I put a post up uh, yesterday, man, and people just went fucking off in a positive way. But then I had a little bit of negativity too, so I'm gonna address it right now. I put up a post. I said the event in May. Right. And I called it a safe moon event. Right. So then we get into semantics and people said, well, it's cryptopia. It's not a safe moon event. Right. OK, well, who puts on cryptopia? Scott Paul. OK, he he created cryptopia. Right. Ninety nine percent of the people there are coming there for safe moon. Are they coming there to learn about affinity and other projects? Yeah, absolutely. Taking nothing away from that, especially all these projects being added to the safe moon ecosystem. And I said. Tesla is a sponsor for that event. That is, in fact, the case, okay? That was said on January 22nd on this program by Scott Paul. We also had Derek on here on a, future, uh, on a subsequent program who said the same thing. And they even said that they were looking at maybe doing it in the January event, right? But they felt like it was just not quite planned out enough. But that is a confirmed thing, you know? And I had people saying to me, source, link the article, you're not going to find it on an article, okay? There's no article on it. This is a May event. It was said on this program, all right? And I believe it and I trust it 100%, okay? And what I said was, if Tesla were to accept SafeMoon as payment, I guarantee you I will buy a Tesla. And I stand by that statement. I will buy a fucking Tesla if they accept SafeMoon as payment. Now, am I saying they're going to do that? No, I'm not saying that. But I am saying that they're sponsoring the upcoming event in May. And uh, that that would be a beautiful thing, right? Now, we can talk about the possibilities of that and, and how that would play out. And I'm not saying that would happen 
this year. I mean, you know, that might be something in 2023 or later. But the, the, the bottom line is this. There was nothing that wasn't factual in that post, okay? They are sponsoring this Cryptopia event. SafeMoon is the big part of this, right? That's what everybody's here to see. And, uh, you know, if they were to do that, like, I'm in. I'm all in. And I'm not going to be the only one, is what I said, right? So, man, that thing went off. We had over 60,000 impressions on that thing by the time it was done. Last time I checked, which was, like, way earlier today. But people were just going nuts, right? And, like, you know, all the FUD came out. Like, do we know this is true? When was this set? I mean, people had to provide a clip. Like, I had guys, like, I'm not, I was like, just go listen to the show, right? Like, I left it at that. And then I had guys, like, basically went back in time, right? And, and provided the actual clip so that these guys would just, like, silence themselves, right? Uh, my guy that did it said, here it is, you Muppets, right? <laughs> so... Uh, Attic, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah, man. Those, those, some of those tweets make people's minds melt, and they can't handle it. Like uh, I used to do all kinds of positive things, man, and people couldn't handle it. And I got so much blowback; it just like demotivated me to even to even keep doing it. Um, <laughs> you know, when when I would say today's the day, you know, that comes from uh, Key West, Mel Fisher. For 30 years, he told his divers uh, uh, looking for this treasure, the lost Spanish galleon called the Atosha. For 30 years, he told his divers every morning, said, today's the day's God. Today is the day we're going to find it. And 30 years later, one day, today was the day. And that's when it happened. And so, um, you know, a lot of things that people put out, other people read it differently and wrong in a very pessimistic way and, uh, and try to... Uh, demotivate and try to destroy motivation, try to destroy positivity with negativity. And uh, it, it, it's tough. Uh, you know, he put together a, a tweet um, that was based on events that we witnessed ourselves and people still doubt it, you know. And I'll tell you, if there's anything I've seen about Scott Paul, that's one person you don't doubt. No, you don't doubt him, man. I, I, you know, and he comes on here and he doesn't come on often. And sometimes he'll come on here and he doesn't even speak. He's just listening. Like, we'll have to ask him to come up. Like, he's truly that humble of a guy. And he'll be driving back from an event or, you know, and, and he'll take time in the car to call in, you know, and, and talk to us, right? And talk about what they have upcoming and talk about the work he's doing. I mean, he's an angel investor in 80 companies, guys. It's not like this guy has, like, time to come on here and talk. And if he does and he says something, uh, you can write it down. I mean, in my opinion, that to the bank. Uh, I don't question it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and yes, and something else that I'm really, really, really excited about, um, and and not just for, for Safe Moon, but for crypto in general, but I'm pretty sure that it, it will affect in a positive way Safe Moon in the coming months is that there are so many new people into the crypto world that we didn't have last year and they learned about crypto throughout the year and uh, they, they, they couldn't invest because, you know, their financial situation. But if, if you look at, you know, the time of the year right now, there, there are going to be trillions of dollars being injected into the economy through the federal government and the, you know, and, and the, the state government as people start doing their taxes now as they getting their returns. And I'm telling you, there are so many people that already spoke about 
you know, that they are waiting for that check so they can invest in crypto. So uh, a lot of them is a lot of it is going to go into SafeMoon and other, you know, projects. But uh, I'm excited about that. And that's just right around the corner. People already started doing their taxes. And some of them, they're waiting on two weeks, some on three weeks, some on four weeks. Some of them already probably got the check, you know, uh, this week. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I think I think we're going to get a lot of investor in the in, in the crypto world. We are. And that's why we got to get this, you know, expand this program and get on other platforms and keep doing what we're doing. Right. Because somebody's not going to know about Safe Moon and they're going to come on here. They're going to create a Twitter account and they're going to see a show and they're going to go, oh, wow, we got 400, you know, 500 plus people in here. What's going on? I want to be a part of this. Right. I mean, if you don't believe that happens, Charles Hawkinson himself of Cardano came on here just to listen when he saw 500 plus people on a Saturday night. Okay. And then he opened a space after that and he kind of downplayed it. And he's like, well, you know, I saw 500 plus people in here and I wanted to see what was going on. Right. But the reality is he knows about Safe Moon. He knows that it's, it's a project that just, you know, started getting going. He knows the community's huge and he saw something going on on Saturday night and he wanted to listen in and see what this was about. So he can downplay it if he wants, but the reality is he was, it piqued his interest enough to come on here. A guy like Charles Hawkinson, you know, could do something every minute of the day. He took time to come on here and listen. That tells you a lot. And that was the same night we had Scott Paul on here, in case you guys forgot. And that was also the same night Scott Paul said Tesla would be sponsoring the event in May. So just thought I would bring that up. Uh, Armand, you got your hand up? Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I, w- I was just going to bring up what uh, Ninja was talking about, about that show on... Um or that space, that Twitter space with um, the uh, Bitcoin maxis. And it, it's super weird to me that they're so against anything outside of their bubble. Um, I, I've never understood that, you know, a, as a um, guy that has a background in finance and all this kind of stuff. It doesn't matter if it seems weird to me, like I'm going to go look at it. I'm going to go research it. Um, this seems to be more of like a, uh, that that particular person, I guess they, they usually don't have that many people and then they hashtag SafeMoon uh, with Bitcoin and then all of a sudden they get two, three hundred people in their, their, their show or whatever, their space. And, uh, but I, I just do not understand it. And I don't think that any of us would treat those people that way if bitcoin maxis came into your show chris i mean we would talk to them right like we, we would like hey you know what are you guys doing what it, why are you trying to do we're, we would all try to be part of what we're doing as a community um when it comes to crypto not necessarily safe moon not necessarily bitcoin or any of that kind of stuff i just didn't understand the shutdown they were, they were trying to shut Jeremiah down. They were trying to shut Ninja down. They were trying to tell everybody that this was wrong, this was never going to happen, and then cut the FUD hound down. I mean, you're literally talking about what the, the CMO of a large company now. The, it, it's not... CTO. He's chief technology C- officer, just to correct Excuse that. Me. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, CTO of a large company now. It's not just a crypto. Um, 
It is literally a company that is trying to build something bigger that involves everybody. And I, I just didn't get that. And I, you know, thank goodness I'm part of the Safe Moon community. So we're open to everybody. But I, I hope that anybody that's maybe listening to this story, this uh, show hears that, like, in the sense of we're, we're trying to involve everybody. This is not just a safe moon thing. This is not just a whatever type of thing. We're not trying to exclude anybody. We're trying to include everybody that is part of this DeFi world. Let me say this, too. If you put SafeMoon in your title, then you're inviting SafeMoon in, right? So if you're going to invite SafeMoon in, then you better be willing to listen to SafeMoon, right? If I put Doge on this space or I put Saitama or I put uh, Shiva, right? Like I'm inviting those people in. So I got to be willing to listen to what those people have to say, right? Now, if I'm inviting you in to get an audience and then I'm just going to talk shit, well, then that takes away from what you're doing, right? And I'm not going to knock Bitcoin because Bitcoin's always going to have a place, right? But people didn't want to convert from VHS to, uh, you know, DVDs either, right? So <laughs> let's just call it like it is. I mean, like people get attached. They get emotionally attached to something and they don't let that go. And yeah, they no, get... no doubt. It, it is. And none of us would disagree that Bitcoin is like kind of the gold standard when it comes to crypto. It's not that our money. I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. Just let me interject. It, it is the gold standard when it comes to store of value. That I agree 100%. When it comes to you, other utility, I am sorry, man. This is fin, fin, fintech freaking evolution. This is the evolution. So so they, these guys can stay stuck in there. You know, I'm not I'm not taking away from that, you know, that Bitcoin is a store of value without a doubt. But like I said, man, this is the fintech evolution and they need to get with the fucking show. They need to get they need to get with it, man. Ninja, you are 120 percent correct. Goal. I cannot walk into a store. I cannot walk into Walmart and spend a gold bar. You're a hundred percent correct. You know, one of them, what he said, he said, I had a haircut and I paid in Bitcoin. I thought he was a complete idiot. Like I would never spend my Bitcoin like that. Never, ever. Because no. it's a store of value, man. That's you, crazy. You That's would like have to be an land idiot. To get a haircut. Yeah. Like, like yeah. saying, hey, I sold a piece of land to get a haircut. That's yes. dumb. Yes, you're a hundred percent correct. I'm 100% with you on that. It, it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard because they're so outside of their box when it comes to, okay, cool, you're you're cajillionaire who has uh, a fucking or a freaking vault of gold bars somewhere. Cool. Go spend that in the real world. Oh, you can't? You would have to melt it down? You, you're they, they are not doing what DeFi is trying to do anymore All right, they, not, to cut, not to cut you I'm off sorry. man but we I'm got sorry. a lot of people here okay yes i'm sorry all good so look man the bottom line is this when people get emotionally attached to something in the past and they think it's the greatest thing ever they don't like to see that power erode right so when they see a community come up and there's something new they they do not like that 
it hurts them. And and so if it did bother them, they wouldn't be putting safe moon in the title. <laughs> I can guarantee you that because look, if I don't look at you as a contender, I don't have to put anything in the title. Right. Or like, I don't even feel the need to address you because to me, you're just like, you know, inconsequential. But if you're consequential and you're challenging the status quo, then people got a problem with it. Keep that in mind, man. That's an insecurity. That's what's driving that. And insecurity, people that are insecure about something will put down others to make themselves feel more secure. That's all this is. Let's go to Don. Go ahead, Don. Hey, Don. Yeah, I just hit the Ed uh, delay right there. Uh, shout out my boy Ed. Um, no, I, I just wanted to talk about that space a little bit because I was in there and... Um, so I, I want to kind of like bring the energy up a little bit. So like a lesson my brother taught me a long time is what is the desired effect that you want out of someone and are your actions creating that desired effect? So the first thing that you said that was 100% on point, Chris, was when you put safe moon in your title, you're inviting safe moon in there, right? So that's why I went into the room because, you know, you know, uh, what was it? A Saturday or Sunday morning or something like that. And I was just like, cool. Safe Sunday, moon room. Sunday. Yeah. It was a Sunday. I was like, cool, a safe moon room. And Jeremiah's in there and I get in there and it's just, you know, it turns out to be uh Bitcoin maxis in there. Um, and then Ninja so eloquently put it, they're a store of value. So what, what I'm really trying to say is, is if we're truly going to be the safe moon army, let's keep our arguments focused on the project and what we're building, right? And what we're building is utility. And that's the one thing that Bitcoin won't be able to do ever because if people are looking for utility, there are thousands of other projects that provide better utility than Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin merely only provides a store of value. And my first question to them is, why does Ethereum exist? And Ethereum exists because Bitcoin had the objective to be a store of value and Vitalik Buterin wanted to add a DAP layer. It was only after they saw the success of Ethereum that they included their, what is it called? Bitcode, I guess. Um, so, and it was only after they saw the success of someone else. So it's a store of value. It's not utility. Bitcoin has proof of stake or proof of uh, work, and their proof of work problem has to be solved by another company. There is one project out that's looking to solve that, and it's SafeMoon. So not only are we solving other problems for the store of value, but we're providing utility to the world. So that's why I'm bullish on SafeMoon. Yeah, I mean, they were the pioneer, right? And you can be the pioneer and be the first to emerge in digital currency, but it doesn't mean that you're the evolution, right? I mean, it's just the reality of it. Like times change, the innovations come. They'll always yeah. have a place. They'll always have a place. Like nobody here is knocking Bitcoin. They'll always have a place and they'll have their niche. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be the evolution of what we have, which is exactly what we are. So when you see the evolution, you don't like that, right? Like it's it's just you're you're looking at it and you're going, damn, like this they're going to do something we're not doing. If we weren't consequential, then you wouldn't put that in your title. There's no point to it. There, like I wouldn't even recognize you, right? Like if I was so confident in Bitcoin, I wouldn't even put Safe Moon in my title because I would be like, okay, this is a bunch of people getting together. 
they believe in this, but it doesn't matter, right? Because it has no impact on us. But it does, and that's what's eating at them. That's exactly what's going on. Let's go to uh, Bearded. Go ahead, Bearded. Hey, hey think, think about it like this, Chris. Sorry, uh, real quick. Think about it like this. That look at the technology cycle. How often, how many years go by before you have to get a new model? Um, how many years go by in, in any technology before you have to get a new model? Look how many years has gone by in Bitcoin. It's about time for, for you know, to expand on what Bitcoin is and create a new model, right? And Bitcoin's going to be a part of it because you're going to have Bitcoin that you're going to use, you know, like to swap and, 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 and you have to pair it with Bitcoin on this exchange, right? And yeah, like you're expanding on it. You're not getting rid of it. No, no one's saying get rid of it. It's, it's, it's still like a big part of what we do, right? But like also like we evolve. <laughs> uh, Bearded, go ahead, man. All right, so Dead Space Sunday. I seen it. It was like ten thirty in the morning. Said safe moon is not safe, and I went okay. I'm going to go anyway. I'm really excited about this fact that the safe moon galaxy is expanding, and the fact that I get to hear all these CEOs, CMOs, C whatever O's in all these spaces, and I get to hear them and get to like digest what their actually like mission is and it makes me more excited for the Safoon galaxy expanding and growing it just makes me good and i want i just want to say cheers guys i appreciate all your guys hard work yeah man for sure like we're getting we're getting there man we really are we're evolving it takes time we're not even a year in you know we're not even a year in but look at everything we're doing Look at Glow tonight, right? They're not even, they're like three months in, you know, not even three months. And look at, I mean, can you imagine starting a project and you're not even three months in? You're getting listed on the Safe Moon uh, swap and you're going to New York to do an interview within five hours and they're taking the time to be on here with us and excited. It's pretty damn amazing if you think about it. Uh, let's go to Hoddle. Go ahead, Hoddle. Hey, what's up, Chris? How's it going, brother? Good, man. How about you? Good, good, good. Just riding home from work, catching the end of the show. Um, I listened in. I just want to say something about the Bitcoin maxis. And I listened in, you know, to quite a bit of the show with the FUD and FUDHound and all them. What you got to realize, I, I don't disagree that they're insecure or whatever, but being they're they're in a different frame of mind. You know, it's got nothing to do being a maxi with anything, whether it's Bitcoin or, or your Ford truck. It's a certain frame of mind and there's no convincing them that they're wrong. You can never convince somebody who thinks they're right that they're wrong. It's just a, a an ignorance that these guys can't get past because not everybody in Bitcoin's like that, as we know. And for us to even go in there, it's just a waste of time. I mean, it's, it was a total waste of time. The FUD hound knew it was a waste of time. Once he realized what was going on, he got out of there. But you'll never, a hundred years from now, these if you live that long, these guys will be thinking the same thing about Bitcoin, whether it's around or not. And what you have to remember, and everybody needs to know, is that we spoke Bitcoin into existence. We gave it the store of value, the gold standard store of value. We said that. 
And people say the same thing about Litecoin being the silver store of value comparably. Um, I'm not, I don't know if everybody's aware of that, but I mean, Bitcoin can fall just like, just like the dollar's going to fall one day. I mean, you know, they were trading tulips back, you know, trading flowers back for a currency, you know, way back when. But my point is, is that it's the frame of mind. It's got nothing to do. It's their, it's their, it's a whole mental thing. You know, you, you, they'll just never change. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what proof we have. It doesn't matter. You know, the argument's always going to be one-sided with that type of personality. And that's why it's only a few people. Otherwise, they'd all be, you know, Bitcoin maxis. Just and so I, you understand. All right, go ahead. Oh, no, I just wanted to say something about, you know, the swap. And it, I mean, it's, it's just amazing watching what's going on. It's amazing. You know, in Ganda and then uh, Dark Tim's video about the liquidity lake. Remember that phrase, man. Let's write that shit down. But go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead, bud. All good, man. And let me say this. I'm not speaking to you from a perspective of somebody that didn't get in Bitcoin. I was in Bitcoin back in 2014, guys. Right? Like Ninja can touch on this too. He was in Bitcoin early too. Like we we were in Bitcoin, man. I I've been on this program and told guys that the, one of the most compelling movies I ever watched was, was the rise and rise of Bitcoin, right? I watched that about 10, 11 times. And I'm talking back in 2014, 2015, like I was, this isn't like, and, and I put people on to that, to watch that, to understand what cryptocurrency was as a whole. So like, I don't hate on Bitcoin. I was in it like way early, but come on, man. Like, so let me tell you this, Chris, when, when I, I hosted a space a while back and, and I read an entire article from, from the cypherpunks and the cypherpunks preceded Bitcoin. This is what it was a group of people who, who developed, were the first developers of cryptography and they developed the, that the, they, they actually attempted a couple of, uh, uh, cryptocurrencies, but they had some technical issues and, and gaps and whatnot. But, you know, the reason I went through that article is, is toward, towards the end of the article, it kind of, you, you conclude that Satoshi Nakamoto was actually, you know, born out of the cypherpunks and he developed this technology, which is, which is fucking amazing. But then also I wanted people to, 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 to look at the potential, like, look where we were, look where we got, look at where we can go. You know what I mean? Like, like, don't box yourself. Don't, don't ever box yourself. There's, there's the, the sky is the limit with this. It's, it's new. We're, we're, we're embarking on a great, great technology. Uh, it, it you know, it, I'm telling you, it's the evolution. And so you need to get with the program. Uh, so that's all I want to say. Go ahead, Don. I was actually going to ask you, Ninja, uh, remember that, um, like the first, cryptography paper that was ever written and it was called how to timestamp a digital document correct uh did you want to elaborate on that and how that led to oh, oh, cyberpunk? I, I, I mean i no i i i did not go through it completely but yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm aware of you know creating the first timestamp. sure uh, so document. just just like a historical lesson educate the community chris if you're fine with it i'll go through it it'll take me like 37 seconds no go ahead man we need you to do this go ahead all right, TJ's counting 37 seconds right now in his head. I don't even have to ask. Uh, so how to timestamp a digital document. This is where cryptography came from. And essentially what uh, these two guys, uh, can't remember their names. One starts with an H, one starts with an S. Um, 
I'll post I'll post the document later. Um, but and I'll post it to the top of this room if anyone wants to read it. But uh, what it was was it was saying uh, if we can have a digital document, how do we timestamp it? And if we are able to timestamp it, then that would uh, I guess resolve the double spin problem. But the problem is, is you could backdate a timestamp. So they were trying to solve how do you backdate a timestamp, and that would solve the double spin problem. What is the double spin problem? It is the ability to create a digital document and the ability to right-click that digital document that is created and create an identical copy of it because uh, when you copy and paste something, it is identical. So how do you solve that? And so that's where the blockchain comes in. So, um, yeah, I'll post it to the top. Don, that's awesome, bro. Thank you for that. You know, and let me just say this, because this is what they would point out, right? They would say that SafeMoon evolved from the Binance Smart Chain, right? And I've said this on this program. I don't hide from it. 90% plus of the the projects on the Binance Smart Chain do fail, okay? Like, I'm not going to deny that fact. SafeMoon is one of the rare ones, right? So, like, if you look at it, you're going to have roughly 5 to 10% of projects on the Binance Smart Chain that are going to make it, right? Uh, and SafeMoon is one of the diamonds in the rough. And so, you know, you, you can point that out. You can say, well, it evolved from the Binance Smart Chain. Okay, but SafeMoon's building their own blockchain, right? Having a native token with an ecosystem and all the utility that they have is the difference between this and everything else, right? Because, like, I mean, there's just nothing that's comparable. You know, some people will, they'll, they'll hear about the community and how many holders we have and they'll get into SafeMoon. But if you really start reading into this and you really start doing your work and it takes time to understand everything that's being done, then you understand how much different this is, right? Uh, originally, this wasn't like anything like that special. This just kind of took off, right? Like I, I've said that, like, I don't deny that. Like this was you know, there's a reflections-based system, but the V1 contract wasn't exactly what they wanted it to be, right? They they knew they had to evolve to a V2 contract, right, with a proxy, right? To to and and we had to move this uh, three zeros to the left to pair with Bitcoin and Ethereum for future exchange listings, right? Like that just gives you an idea how early we are, and I can give you an overview with the positives and the negatives, right? But it doesn't matter. Because we are we're where we are now, right? Like we've evolved into something completely different than we were back in March of 2021. Okay, and uh, that didn't happen with everybody else, right? And why didn't that happen with everybody else? Because they weren't what SafeMoon was, right? And then you had this divide with SafeMoon, right? This is just to educate some of our new people. You had the original devs, right? You had John Caroni that came in, I think, like day five, but you had Thomas Smith, you had Hank, you had all these guys, and they looked at this as just, we have this cryptocurrency, we have the reflections, we have, you know, uh, we have everything we need. You had John Caroni that looked at this and said, no, we have a tech company, and we have so much more that we need to do, and that was the divide. John saw something in SafeMoon that was different than, than these guys saw it, right? And that's how John you know, identified SafeMoon and, and this is what his vision was. And this is what his vision is becoming right now, right? Because like, this is e-commerce, right? This is metaverse. This is, you know, smart technology. This is, 
renewable energy. This is all these things that they're planning on doing that a lot of the guys that were here on day one weren't, right? They were just looking at this as a cryptocurrency. So, you know, understand the context and the history allows you to understand where we're at now and what this is becoming. It was John Caroni's vision. Not everybody shared in that vision, right? And then you look at like where we're at now and it gives you a good context of everything, if that makes sense. I think it will for a lot of you. But if it doesn't, like we can always talk about it, right? Because you have to understand where we were to understand where we are now. If you don't understand that, then it doesn't tell the whole story. Uh, I'm going to get my man Honey Badger up here again. Honey Badger kills everything in his way. <laughs> He's connecting right now. Honey Badger, what's up, man? I just wanted to add to that and keep in mind, uh, agree 100%. And, you know, I also was in that space as well. Uh, this is a new uh, a new account that I'm under. I just did a separation uh get a little bit less than my personal career and stuff. That's what the Honey Badgers just recently established, but I was in that uh, space listening under a different name at the time. And, you know, one thing that people forget is this is also an investment in people. And Ryan the Fudhound has said it himself. It's not just about the technology and the crypto and, and, and that. And this is a startup company, a tech company. And, you know, for me personally, I'm investing in the people. And a lot of the comments that were made in there and, you know, being newer, newer to this uh, – to these spaces, you know, I, I have a lot to learn myself, but I tell you one thing that I do know is that when you have startup companies, you don't always know what the end product's gonna be, right? You find people that believe in what they're doing, they have a passion in what they're doing, and you decide whether or not you wanna ride that train and see what happens. And one thing that I found to be, uh, I don't say offensive, cause uh, I got a honey badger in my picture. I, I don't give a shit what people think. Um, and I don't need to be told, uh, I don't need to be told how to spend my money. So I thought it was a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, judgmental is not the word, but a little bit uh, condescending, like I need help how to spend my money. Uh, I don't need to be told how to do that. Um, and I think anyone in that space that, uh, and I have nothing against Bitcoin either. I don't even know enough about it to be against it. Uh, but I didn't have a lot of time for uh, the down talk. And then uh, regardless of whether or not they believe in a project, uh, when you have a founder coming in there uh, to try to help explain himself, and which he doesn't need to do either, but when he wants to offer that education and talk about his project, and, uh, and you treat people like that when you're the ones that put Safe Moon in your title, inviting people to come in there. Uh, you know, I agree 100% with the with the, the mentality of people in this room. And for Bitcoin people that are in this room and listening, you know, that's just not how you treat people. And I think majority of the people in that room, if I uh, had to guess, were probably uncomfortable with the dialogue and the way it was going down. So uh, it is what it is. But uh, part of being in crypto, as I'm learning and and going through this is it's no different than than every other startup company in the world right i don't need to be told how to do it i'm going to trust the process i trust the people that are in it i'm choosing to do so on my own dime and if i lose it all so be it but i don't need to be lectured to and i think that's something that everyone in this room can uh can, can take and grow from and uh and make responsible financial decisions on your own if they don't pan out uh then that's on us but uh, we're adults here and I don't, I don't need to be told how to spend my money so uh, I don't know if that's coming hard enough to the mic. Uh, I try to kick it over. So uh, that's it. Thanks. Yeah, you came strong to the mic. We'll give you a stack them on that one, too. And let me say this. If you invite people into your room and they come in and they're kicking your ass, then don't get upset. Right? Like, <laughs> you asked for it, right? Like, you know, if, I, if I'm a heavyweight contender and I put up on, on a, a, you know, a, let's just say I put up on a flyer anybody can come in the ring with me and I'm going to kick your ass. And then you come in the ring and I take a few shots to the face, right? Like I better back that up. 
You know, it's not talking over people and cutting off mics, man. Anybody who wants to come up to the mic here can come up. I'm not going to deny you. I'll tell you that right now. Whether you're a Bitcoin maxi or whatever the hell you are, come up here. Come strong to the mic, right? Don't come up here and be a jerk. Come up here and, and, and say what you got to say, you know. And like I said, I got in Bitcoin in 2014. So don't act like I'm against Bitcoin because I'm not. I just have a mind that's a lot deeper than yours. And I can understand what evolve, you know, evolving technology is, what cryptocurrency is, right? Like, I get it. Bitcoin will always have a place. And hell, I hope Bitcoin gets to a million dollars one day, right? Like, I got nothing against Bitcoin. If it does, it's going to help everybody. I don't look at this as like a negative thing, right? If Bitcoin gets to like a million dollars in the next, I don't know, eight to 10 years, I'm not going to be unhappy. Hell, I hope you're still holding your four or five Bitcoin, right? And you're worth four or five million dollars, right? Like, good for you. I'm not going to be mad at you for that, even if you are a jerk, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, there's going to be other things that are going to take off too, right? We're not looking at what the value of one coin is. We're looking at the percentage of return, okay? So you don't even have to be in something that's like, let's just say even anything. I'm not even talking about safe me. Let's say you got in uh, Ethereum early, right? Or you got in uh, XRP early, right? Or you got in, uh, you know, there's a lot of things out there right now. Let's just say you got in something early and you you had that monster return. I'm happy for you. What Whatever it is, like that's really like the healthy mindset. Uh, Honey Badger, do you have something to add? Yeah, no, I just want to keep going with that, man. That's exactly right. And I think that's why, uh, you know, the Safe Mood Army and the people in this room, you know, it's bigger than Safe Moon. I think a lot of us, as soon as it's, it's a part of life, right, Jimmy? You're out here to make a difference. Uh, it's been a crazy world the last two years. And I think everyone, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it is a, a power to the people. I think it's been said before. Uh, it might have been Don that said that. And uh, that's just absolutely right. And I, I just, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and it's just, it's a part of life that needs to happen. And like I said, I just, I was mostly turned off by like, uh, you were saying it's just talking down to people being rude. Some of the challenges, I think, if we're completely honest, have to do with, uh, you know, the technology, right? I mean, you, you, you as host and you you, you let a host and have been moderators, I don't understand it more than anybody. It is hard to control a room when you got mute buttons and you try to do that stuff. But uh, the tone of the room was definitely inappropriate. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I was uh, being part of the Safe Mode Army and having uh, Ryan in there. He did the best he could with what he had, and uh, he shouldn't feel embarrassed by any means. I know he doesn't. Um, but yeah, that's just the way it was. So thank you. Yeah, man. And, you know, like walking into another room isn't easy, man, because like they can cut your mic, they can cut you off, they can, you know, shoot, you, you know, talk over you. Like, I mean, I've gotten to a point where I pretty much just hosted in this show, right? Like I've gone in other shows, like, you know, periodically. I mean, my time is so tied up in here anyway. And, and not just when we're on the mic, but everything we do before coming on the mic, right? So, but, um, <laughs> it's funny because even with all that, we can still admit that there's value for Bitcoin, right? Like this isn't like a war waged against Bitcoin. Uh, Don, go ahead, sir. Uh, real quick, uh, less than 20 seconds. So I just wanted to point out that again, uh, just because people are Bitcoin maxis, does not mean that they're smarter investors and safe one investors. For example, there were two instances where they got their own technology wrong. One, uh, the guy who was hosting the space was just like, oh, yeah, we have one megabyte, you know, per block and it's two megabytes. And we pointed that out and he was just like, oh, yeah, my mistake. And then, two, when he was explaining, like, the process of adding to the block, 
He completely skipped the step of, of the meme pool. And we pointed that out. So there's people who know more about Bitcoin than like, you know, the people in that space. So just because it's the OG investment doesn't mean that, you know, the people who are invested in it are more uh, informed about investment decisions in crypto. Yeah, you're exactly right. You could be the strongest proponent for just, you know, anything, right? Like not even Bitcoin. And somebody might know more about it than you. <laughs> that's not that's what knowledge is power when you realize that there's people that know more than you, right? But if you're willing to learn that, then you become more knowledgeable. But if you come in like, hey, I know all, everything there is to know, and, and and you don't know as much, well, then there's other things you don't know too, man. Like, hate to break it to you, that means that you've missed out on other things too. So uh, let's go to Crypto G. Go ahead, G. Hey, real quick, can I just give you one quote from Albert Einstein? Sure. There's no such thing as smarter than or dumber than. There are only different forms of knowledge. There you go. That makes perfect sense. Go ahead, G. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? I, I, after listening to everything you guys have been talking about tonight, I got, I got this for you. How many currencies are, are in the world? Number one. I, I don't know that off the top of my head. I'd have to do the research and check. I know we have- You mean crypto? No, no, no. No. Just currencies in general. Paper okay, currencies go ahead, that they print out. Yes. And then how many cryptocurrencies are there? Now, the one thing that I, I would have to say is there's probably too many cryptocurrencies out there. And I'm not saying that they're all, uh, they don't have a value, but it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this ecosystem that SafeMoon creates and all these other blockchains create where they're implementing these different currencies in different uh, countries and whatnot so, and, and how it will play out within the um, the future of this, whatever this thing is. Becoming. There are at least six cryptocurrencies for every country on earth. Gotcha. Let me say this, dude. This, this might not be a popular opinion, but I'll just be really honest with you guys because I always am. Not everybody's going to make it, okay? Like, there's going to be... There's going to be a... When this all comes out, it shakes out, you're going to have, it's not going to be like hundreds that make it, okay? In my opinion, it's going to be less than 100 that are going to be really successful. And I look at native tokens. So I look at, like, I look at tokens that create their own blockchains and become coins, right, with an ecosystem and utility, all right? And, and you know, Bitcoin obviously is going to make it, right? Ethereum's obviously going to make it. And then you get into the others, right? And you got to ask yourself, like, how how do they evolve with the future, right? And what is their use case? And who's the team behind it, right? SafeMoon's going to be one of them, in my opinion, all right? That's my opinion. Uh, they're going to be one of them, okay? And there's going to be others too, right? But uh, there's going to be a lot that don't make it. And I'm not saying that to knock on anybody. I'm, believe me, I'm not. I'm just being really honest here. I think if you're in the Safe Moon ecosystem, I think you will make it. I think if you're not in the Safe Moon ecosystem, the chances are much less. And I think that's why you see them building this, right? They really have a whole view picture on how to make this go. We're in the beginning stages of DeFi. You know, like I think like we all need to realize that, right? And they're not all going to be successful. And I'm not knocking anybody. I mean, innovation is what is key, right? And having that vision and courage to step up and do that is a big part of this. Uh, but 
you know, there's a lot of projects that come out that don't make it, uh, sadly, right? Because you can be a good person and develop a great idea and it might not get that adoption, right? It doesn't mean that you don't have a great concept and you don't have what it takes. It just means that for whatever reason, it doesn't work out. So um, that's yeah, not easy. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say thank you for elaborating on it. Just because just knowing that there's six cryptocurrencies per, did you say per country? Yeah, so there's over 2,000 cryptocurrencies and there's 196 countries. So we would exclude the Vatican and then uh, incorporate North and South Sudan into one because that split just right. happened three years ago. So, right. yeah. Wow. There's 180 paper currencies in the world. Yeah, so one currency per, per country, essentially. Yeah, wow. Exactly. That's amazing. And there's over 17,000 crypto, so... Yeah, in in let's face it, the fiat you know is not the future, right? Like fiat's losing value. I mean, even the U.S. dollar, guys. Like the U.S. dollar is recognized everywhere, right, in the world. The U.S. dollar is losing value. The dollar's not worth what it was, man. I mean, if you really want to talk long term with this, look at a decade out. What's the effect on the dollar going to be? You mean to tell me that it's not going to be more valuable to have digital currency than a dollar? It is. And it doesn't matter, like, like if it's Bitcoin or, you know, whatever. It is, this is where the debate comes, right? Because they believe that Bitcoin is going to be so much, you know, more valuable than the dollar. I get that. But we're not at a starting point of the beginning of Bitcoin. We're at a starting point of where Bitcoin is now with mass adoption, right? <laughs> so that's, it's very complex. But that's that's really what the fundamental issue is here. Uh, let's go to Raj. Go ahead, Raj. Thank you, Chris. Um, I just I have a question. Um, every time every time these um, Bitcoin maxis uh, cry or declare that oh, SafeMoon and the rest of the altcoins are are securities. Uh, how do we answer uh, those uh, declaration or like legally speaking? I'm not looking for legal advice here. Just anybody's opinion. How should we answer that? Like declare uh, saying that no safe moon is not uh, a security because it's like this and this and this. I'm going to go to Don on that, but let me just say this. They want that to be the case because they want regulation and they want these to not uh, be able to be, you know, allowed, right? Because in their minds, if these aren't allowed, then there's no competition. I don't so, see that happening. Go ahead, Don. Yeah, and the first thing about securities is securities are not liquid, uh, meaning that securities literally exchange value with something that is liquid. So when you think about a stock, right, you can't go and sp spend your Tesla stock, you know, on a new Tesla. You actually have to liquidate, the term liquid, liquidate your Tesla stock into fiat to purchase a Tesla um, but with cryptocurrencies, they're becoming uh, more and more uh, likened to a medium of exchange. So they're more likened to a currency than they are to a security because they can be used for exchange. Yeah, good point. Man. Look, I, I want to get into a world where we can all like talk, right? Like and, and have a respectful and intellectual discussion, right? Like it would be beautiful if these guys could come around on that, right? 
And I'm not saying that will happen or it won't happen. I got to believe that that will happen when Safe Moon begins to take off, right? Like, I really believe that. Now, if they still want to hold a grudge and say, like, oh, you know, like, you guys took off, but it's just the community building this or something like that, then, I mean, that's their prerogative. But I do feel with success, I think, will come more understanding, I guess is the way I would put it. Uh, Ninja, your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, no, without a doubt. Um, actually, I, I was thinking about something and then got distracted by that question. But, yeah, I mean, Don, you're on point, bro. You're, you're absolutely on point. Um, it, we're looking at crypto as uh, more uh, like currencies, so it's definitely not a security. Damn, son, you got thoughts on that, man? Yeah, the uh, from my experience, the road that a lot of uh, Bitcoin maxis will go down towards the uh, securities topic, that is the hook that they will set to back up and say, well, then why not just, why isn't SafeMoon just selling stock in the company? That, that's the avenue or approach that um, they will head to with that topic. And, you know, my response to that has always been, well, what makes you think that's the only way to do it? You know, um, what makes stock in a company any different than owning SafeMoon and SafeMoon? What, what's the, what makes one better than the other? And that is something that, you know, they can't, they can't give a good an answer for because there really is no difference. It's just the paradigm, the way it's always been done. So, so, so uh, I just remembered, uh, and Don, this is kind of to pick your brain a little bit. We, we had a discussion uh, a while ago, me and me and the guys, I, I actually put, put, you know, I, I put forward this question. I was like, guys, what do you think the future will look for, for these cryptos? Are these communities are going to be so big that they're going to have their own sovereignty and then they're going to have that crypto be, being a sovereign currency for that specific community? Or what do you think? And then Chris Vaughn said something very intriguing. He said, you know, Ninja, if you if you kind of look at uh, previously and, and how how like how the business world works and how these companies work, it's, it seems like the one that would provide the most utility or encompassing utility, but I still don't think that, you know what I mean? Because it kind of, it, it seems like each of these currencies has a special use case and has a special utility in a specific industry or something like that. I don't know. What do you think, Don? So I've actually had this conversation with TJ before, uh, one of Chris's co-hosts. Um, and uh, we, we talked about the supremacy of the U.S. dollar and how did it get there? And it got there, right? The U.S. dollar wasn't, you know, as big and bad as it was until after they negotiated with OPEC. And this was after, like, the invasion of Kuwait or something, and we created the petrodollar. So now every country has to have a reserve of the U.S. dollar because they trade in the petrodollar. As petrol becomes depleted and as countries look for other sources— renewable energy is becoming more and more of the source to like fuel human, right? That word human that we see on the website a lot, technology and human innovation. So uh, I see uh, SafeMoon trying to closely associate itself with renewable energy so that we can have a SafeMoon dollar as opposed to a petrol dollar that's backed by the U.S. dollar. So um, that's the utility in my opinion.
And if it's not, it needs to be. That, that's awesome. Bringing, that is so awesome. Why are you bringing me in this conversation? Because, like, I can't just harvest ideas and not give credit because people will start making memes like Dr. Blick. <laughs> well, all right. Okay. I will stop having conversations with you. How about that? Then, I, then I'll, I'll have to stop talking on spaces. That, like, like, come on, man, <laughs> lose, lose. <laughs> no, but it makes sense. Like, we're gonna evolve from petro to like renewable energy, right? Like, I mean, come on, let's face it. Like, everybody laughed at Elon Musk when he created an electric car company, right? Like, they were like, okay, you know, <laughs> and then he became bigger than Ford Motor Company, and were people still laughing? No. But, but Chris, I, I really don't think people understand what that means for SafeMoon. I, I seriously don't think people understand. Like, if, if it becomes like the way Don explained it, you know, being the current, the reserve asset for renewable energy. That's just imagine all these countries that are, are the, that are implementing right now as we speak all these renewable energy sources and, and then SafeMoon becomes that. That's, that's mind blowing. So you want me to blow your mind even more? So after we heard the AMA where John revealed uh, the nanotech for the um, turbines um, and revealed the turbines, like so SafeMoon commented on one, one of my posts and my post was SafeMoon has sufficiently, uh, hold on, let me think about what I said, sufficiently uh, given governments of catch 22, right? So renewable energy powered by the people. And if you can't control the energy, you can't control the people. And then they gave the like looking left eyes emoji on that post. So like, like yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it's strong to the mic. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Like, I mean, hey, this is gonna take time. Like, I'm not saying like this is gonna happen like tomorrow, right? But like, they're doing it. I think. Okay, look at it like this. They're so focused on regulations and being compliant because they know what they're building is so damn big, right? Like, <laughs> there's a lot of projects that just rush things out. I mean, Binance did it, guys. Look at Binance. Binance is like, I, I mean, does it take a lot to get on the Binance smart chain? No, it doesn't. They're letting anybody on there, guys. It's a freaking free-for-all. Let's just call it like it is. I mean, hell, you can get on the Binance smart chain. If Don and I wanted to create a token and get on the smart, Binance Smart Chain with that. Hey, I can right-click SafeMoon right now and have us up in an hour. There you go, right? Like, it's it's not that hard. Um, and that in itself is a problem, right? I mean, hell, you don't even have to be doxxed to create a project on the Binance Smart Chain, right? Or, I mean, even PancakeSwap. It's easier to get on PancakeSwap than it is on the SafeMoon Swap, right? Like, all that's something we need to look at and really consider. Uh, Raj, go ahead. I just want to add, Chris, um, it, it annoys you a little when you hear this um, Bitcoin Maxis declare that they're the only not security crypto. Because uh, I could be wrong here, but as far as I know, there is no le legal jurisprudence yet declaring um, Bitcoin as not a security. There is no law either... Um, past that says Bitcoin is not a security. So all they have right now is just, I think, an opinion of uh, somebody high up there in the SEC or who some of them are not uh, anymore there. And it can flip anytime. I'm just saying. 
look, I, I look at cryptocurrency as a whole. What's good for cryptocurrency as a whole? I don't look just at Safeman, right? Like I look at, like you want all these to achieve, right? Including Bitcoin. You're like, even if like some of the Bitcoin maxi, uh, well, the Bitcoin maxis that we've encountered, I'll say, are unreasonable or irrational. We don't we don't come on here and say that we want Bitcoin to fall, right? Like we just don't. Um, cryptocurrency as a whole needs to be successful for SafeMoon to be successful, right? And vice versa, cryptocurrency need, as a whole needs to be successful for Bitcoin to be successful, in my opinion. They may not agree with that, but I do believe that. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really trying to say that uh, we should put down or wish them a Bitcoin to go down. I'm just saying that they should be more understanding to all other uh, holders of uh, cryptos, not Bitcoin, because well, everybody's uh, in it you know, for, the, for, for the money, or, you know, to make some money. Yeah, I get that. All right, uh, final thoughts. We're going to end it. Uh, we were going to end it at once. So we're about 13 minutes later than we planned. Don, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, man. I just want people to see it, what happened on After Dark tonight. So one, we got the opportunity to speak with a project that was launched on DXL. That was freaking awesome. We got the opportunity to speak with Glow V2, which is about to help, like, you know, launch the uh, Safe Moon swap because of the code branding. Uh, we figured out that, you know, like we're now having videos produced on about stuff that we talked about three months on this space uh, with the liquidity lake. So like after dark is the spot for information about safe moon. Like that's it. My man, stack of uh, ninja final thoughts. Oh man, just happy for what's going on for safe moon right now. And just done, bro. We need to speak more often, man. Uh, I love the way you think, bro. And TJ, you too, man. And uh, But yeah, shout out to After Dark. Chris, bro, thank you so much for having me up here. Anytime, man. And I know it's early in, in Saudi Arabia. And uh, he's a knowledgeable guy, guys. He's somebody that you, all of you should follow and talk to uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, he's more versatile than me. I'm like all safe, Moon. And uh, he knows a lot more than me, man. He's NFTs. He's, you know, involved in other projects. Uh, he just understands the lay of the land really well. So I encourage all of you to get to know Ninja. Uh, Damn son, final thoughts. There's some uh, great things happening and great things coming. And um, just thank you to everyone for being here tonight. That's it. Yes, sir. Stack. Let's go to TJ. Final thoughts. Uh, no, it was a great space tonight as, as per usual. And the one thing that Don, you know, the one thing that we don't do enough is recognize a lot of people in community. Our thought exercises come from the community and Don Bailey is a big part of that, but we also have people that come up and they don't, and they bring up great ideas. And so we kind of expound upon that because you guys bring us the information. We might've missed something. And then when you actually break it down and you know, we categorize it, then we go from there. And that's how we come up with the these theories that we have. Um, Don actually is one of the first people to actually talk about some of the stuff that we're talking about. And like, he doesn't want to take credit, but I give him all the credit. And the conversations with him is always life-changing. So if you haven't had a chance to talk to or listen to Don Bailey, I 100% recommend you take time to do that. 
And you can reach me by DMing TJ. <laughs> and everybody in the <laughs> no. Um, and everybody in the community, uh, please, you know, keep coming up with these great ideas and keep coming up and looking for these little clues. Like Ryan just posted that clues today, and we want to know and we want to hear you guys' perspective because it helps us in the future. So that's all I got. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm going to end it with this, guys. Um, let me just say this. It's a, it's a quote by John Wooden that I read yesterday. Whether you're too involved in praise or too involved in criticism, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong way, right? So, like, when we're praised, like, if we're, like, taking too much into the praise, then that's the wrong path. If we're criticized and we're, we're thinking too much about that, then that's the wrong path, too. Somewhere in the middle is where we need to be, right? We're never as great as we think we are, and we're never as bad as we think we are when it's a bad day. So always striving for more, always expanding, always increasing our outreach, and always growing as a community with our audience, right? That's our focus, okay? So that's what we're going to do. Uh, and we're going to learn every day and learn how to be better and evolve, right? We've evolved a lot just in three months, and we're going to continue to evolve, and we're going to continue to improve, okay? So don't look at this and think like we look at this and see success. We see success, but we also recognize how we can get better, all right? So I just want to end it with that because I, I think sometimes we'll get criticism where, where people say, hey, you know, you guys – you guys think that you're there and this and that. No, we don't think we're there. Our vision is much greater. Just like Safe Moon's vision is much greater for what Safe Moon's going to become. The same thing with our program here, right? So I want to address this. And then if, when we're praised and everybody says that we're great, just understand that we're thinking from a place of how we can get better, all right? So I think if you guys understand that mindset, I think that clears a lot of things up. Uh, I get off a program and I, I think about how I can get it better, right? Uh, for you. It's not about me. It's never been about me. I never wanted the focus on me or our co-hosts. I wanted the focus on you, right? Because you are what makes the show go. We've said it from day one. The audience makes the show. All right. So just understand that. Uh, I'm going to stay uh, in an even keel with everything that we do and uh, continue to evolve. And I think it's uh, the most exciting time I've had and getting to know these new projects, the new development team CEOs, and uh, learning about them and their journey, right? Because we're all learning each other's journey, and uh, that's what's going to make Safe Moon special. So I just wanted to end it on that note, and uh, we'll do another show Friday. Uh, we'll keep it going. We got a great program. We got a great reason to listen, and we're in the most exciting time that we've had in 2021. I expect new projects to be added next week. Uh, each week, I think we'll have something new. We'll meet new people. Uh, we'll have an expanding audience of these new projects. They're always welcome here. We value their input and feedback, and we're here to learn and grow together. I want to thank everybody for attending tonight. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for being here, and uh, get some good sleep. Good night. <laughs>